0: Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick.
1: And welcome to in the loop. I'm Milton Glick. And our guest today is going to be from an organization out of Bandera. And actually, um, there are, I think more opening up, uh, organization called warriors heart. Uh, and, uh, this is a great story. I'm happy to bring it to you. And our guest today is going to be, uh, Going to be Mike Odell. Mike is the admissions director and uh, U.S. Marine Corporal. I'm sorry, U.S. Marine Corps veteran uh, as well. And so we'll talk to him about Warrior's Heart and uh, what's going on with that on this Veterans Day weekend. Mike, thanks for uh, joining the show today. And um, let's let's. Where would you like to start? Do you want to start off with the uh, the history and the mission, or um, do you want to start? Well, let's do the mission first.
0: Okay, yeah. So yeah, thanks for thanks for having us on. It's it's an honor to be here, especially. So we have the Marine Corps birthday coming up on Friday, oh, uh, November tenth, seventeen seventy five. Um, so we'll be celebrating. Uh, we'll have a, a ceremony here on Friday, and then of course we roll right into Veterans Day. Um, and and our mission. So the mission here at Warrior's Heart is essentially to to bring bring our warriors home so like we're here because so many veterans first responders and active duty military um they've served their country they served their communities they've gone to war they've hit the streets like they're saving people's lives um and the stress and trauma and and strain that puts on a person is very real And oftentimes, one of the only outlets that people find to deal with those kinds of things is uh, turning to alcohol or even turning to drugs, you know, whatever, or even prescription medication. And even prescription medication becomes uh, addictive, and, and then we can start to abuse it. And so knowing that and knowing that 22 veterans a day are committing suicide they're taking their lives we've, we've lost more veterans to suicide than we have to the the, the conflict in the Middle East hmm. uh, and it and, and most of the time uh, what's found is that that person that committed the final act had some sort of intoxicants in their body they weren't sober and so knowing that knowing we want to make an impact we want to save people's lives one of the one of the most powerful ways we can do that is to help uh, the warrior class get sober. and through that, we can impact and, and limit how many folks are taking their life to to suicide and And that's why we're here.
1: And um, how old is Warrior's Heart?
0: So we opened up in 2016 okay. um, here in Bandera, Texas. Uh, I'm from Bandera. Uh, so I'm from a small town. I, I was born in San Antonio. I grew up out here, Went to school out here. And part of my story. So we've been here. We've, I'll back up a little bit. So since 2016, we've served over 2,600 warriors. That's,
1: that's amazing. 26,
0: yeah. 2,600 warriors. That's active duty, military, firefighters, EMS, police, veterans of any war, any era. Um, they've come through here for inpatient training with us. We don't call it treatment, we don't call it rehab. We're a training program. And we train warriors to be sober and confident. And uh, yeah, so that's we kind of spent in 14 and we've grown, we opened up another facility in, uh, Milford, Virginia. Yeah. So there's another location now too, that's serving warriors. Um, uh, we have 10 clients there right now, and we just opened on nine 11. Uh, so that's super awesome.
1: No, that's great. Uh, just to give you a sidebar, I, I have some friends, uh, who live out in your area who I, I won't mention, uh, but one is a veteran and, uh, this is a. I think this is the second time uh, we've had you on in the loop. They were adamant about me getting you guys on. They said there is there is no better program. If you have not talked to these people, uh, you need to because they are doing great things. So uh, uh, the community uh, must know about you a little bit, which is wonderful. Um,
0: yeah, that's awesome to hear. Thank you for sharing that.
1: So let's do this before we get into your story, because your story I have a feeling is similar to a lot of people's stories. Um, uh before we get there um do you want to give a number do you want to make an appeal kind of we'll do a a little bit of a just a impromptu commercial if you will uh talk to those folks who might need you right now and tell them how to get in touch with you
0: Yeah absolutely so uh listen listen guys ladies gentlemen if y'all are hearing this uh this this talk this this radio show and you are a veteran or first responder or you're active duty uh and you're struggling, all you got to do is reach out. Like, we are here for you. We're exclusive to the the warrior class, so we're not just treating any other folks here. It's all warriors, so you can relate with your buddies. You don't have to be in fear of the things you might say because we've seen it, we've heard it, and we've all done it. And you've made it through 100% of the worst days of your life. You've made it through all of those. So you're you're at 100%, even though it may be tough. So just reach out to us and give us a call. And myself and my team are happy to just have that conversation with you. No commitments, no, no weird stuff going on, just a conversation on how we can help. And you can reach us, too. Uh, you can reach us. There's a couple numbers, warriorsart.com. So, www.warriorsheart.com, and then there is a 24 hour line. There's a bunch of different numbers, but it all comes to the same place 844 448 2567. And then Milton has another number, too, that we can share with y'all. Well,
1: let's just focus on, on the one. So, let's see if I've got this right 844 448 2567.
0: Yes, sir. That's
1: a good one. Good. All right. We'll keep giving that out. Uh, if you go to warriors ha, ha, ah, Warriorsheart.com, uh, there's also a helpline number on there, and uh, it's uh, it's open. There's somebody there that can help twenty four seven. Yes, that's yes, great. Sir. That's good to know. Um, all right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your story, um,
0: Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Happy to share. So, so I already kind of mentioned. You know, I grew up here in Bandera, Texas um, small town, like I got two younger brothers. So, you know, that's kind of just how we grew up. The lake was right down the road. We were outside all the time. It was a good life, right? It it was all good. And, uh, it kind of turned and changed for me, uh, at a very young age. And and some people, they get into addiction when they're, you know, in their fifties, sixties or or twenties or whatever. For me, uh, it started very young, um, started when I was like 13, 14 years old. Uh, I don't know why, and it, it doesn't really matter why, but for some reason, I wasn't happy with who I was at, at that young age, right? 13, 14 years old. I just wasn't happy with myself, and, and there's no reason for that. I was good at sports, smart. Uh, good looking, had good friends. Like there was no reason for me to not be comfortable in my own skin, but I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And I remember my first drink of alcohol. Uh, it was me and a buddy of mine. He drank one beer. He He hated it. He didn't like it. He spit it out. And then I drank one and I loved it. It changed the way I felt. It made me comfortable in my own skin. It, like, it changed me in a what I thought was a good way. And so at that young age, that continued on, on all, all the way through my adult life. But when I was 19, I was like a full-blown alcoholic. All and I knew that that wasn't my destiny, you know? Like, I, I knew I was destined for great things. I just couldn't figure out how to get out of it. And so I thought what better way to change my life than join the United States Marine Corps. Right. Okay. So, so that's what I did. I, I do have a military family. My grandfather's a silver star recipient and uh, he was in Korea, part of the frozen chosen. He was a medic. Uh, I got uncles that were in the Marine Corps. So I've got a military family. Um, so I joined the Marine Corps at 19 and uh, I was in for four years Uh, from 2006 to 2010 and during that that short four years uh again i was an alcoholic i deployed twice we deployed to fallujah uh, iraq first the first time uh and then we came back and then quickly deployed again to ramadi where we spent some time in like ramadi bahria bahrain area even on the border um training the iraqi army doing all kinds of fun stuff, and then also doing all kinds of things that really weren't that fun. Um, but in the very beginning of that deployment, and I'll never know why, uh, but our saw gunner, uh, it's a machine gun, uh, he, he took his life the first 30 days we were there.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know why. Uh, nobody knows why. There was no letters. There was no signs. There was no... I mean, obviously, there was a reason, but only he knew that reason and that's not something so responding to something like that like hearing hearing it and then trying to figure out what it was and then responding to it that's not something that they trained you how to do back in 2007 2008 2009 time frame like that you, you weren't trained on how to respond to suicide you were trained in how to respond to like combat trauma you know triage yeah but not your buddy like It was different. And that, when we came back from that deployment, my addiction had taken on like a different demon. You know, up until that point, uh, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad either. I didn't see my drinking as something bad. Uh, it, It was something that I still enjoyed to do. When we came back from that deployment, for some, for whatever reason, it was dark and it was evil and it was destruction in my life. It wasn't the same as it used to be. And so then I I didn't know how to get out of it. I I was lost. And I was so afraid uh, to reach out for help because I didn't want to get kicked out of the military. I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't, you know, I didn't want, all these bad things to happen that quite frankly, I probably made it up. Nothing bad probably would have happened, but you know, I I could catastrophize everything much like a lot of people do. Yeah. Instead of reaching out for help, we catastrophize. Well, if I tell my wife then she's going to leave me, if I, if I tell my, my employer, I need help, they're going to fire me. If you know, and some of those things might be true, but we don't know that they are true until we find out. And we can, we tend to catastrophize instead of just saying I need help and that's exactly what I did um I got out of the Marine Corps in 2010 and they they let me go they gave me an alcohol class it was like a a 90-minute alcohol awareness class and then they let me go uh, which I you could probably take a guess but that didn't change anything (laughs) right yeah (laughs) so so this is 2010. I'm struggling. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not reaching out for help. I get into an unhealthy relationship. The cycle continues. It just continues. And I start getting in trouble. I start getting arrested. I'm going to jail. I'm drinking and driving I'm getting in bar fights. I'm public intoxications. Like the list goes on and on and on with all of the chaos I was creating in my life. And and I'm not a bad person, right? Like I, I'm not a bad person, but I was creating chaos.
1: Mike, we're going to keep going in just a second, but I want to tell people who we're listening to and the organization that you're with. Uh, Mike O'Dell is our guest today, and Mike is the admissions director uh, for Warrior's Heart in Bandera and a, also a retired uh, U.S. Marine veteran. And we're talking about the program and who it's helping. Uh, as Mike is talking, if uh, the the program can help you or uh, Mike you can uh, touch on this too uh because families may want to call this number because they they know there's a problem uh that's 844 448 2567 844 448 2567 all right Mike I'm sorry so uh let's see now we we are we are not in a very good place in 2016 it doesn't sound like
0: yes yeah, so so creating chaos, right? So this is like uh, from 2010 to 2016, I created chaos. Okay, and in 2000, I had a pivotal moment. You know, I thought I thought that having so so my girlfriend was, got pregnant with with my firstborn son. He was born in 2013, and I thought. And I, I, I genuinely think I believed that uh, having a kid, my son, was going to change. I was going to be able to change for him. Um, you know, I, I swore up and down that I was going to be sober. I was going to keep my job. I was going to change all of the, I, all of these promises. And he was born. Nothing changed. I continued to struggle. Continued to drink. Couldn't couldn't change. Um, and that continued. And then the the my higher power, the good Lord, really, really gave me a good one. I ended up going to jail like the 30th time, and they gave me an unbondable warrant because I, I revoked my probation. So I, so I couldn't get out of jail, and that was the saving grace for me because my history, I would bond out and then continue the cycle, bond out and continue the cycle. So I'm sitting in county jail. And I'm finally going to prison. Like, it's, it's happening. So my son's two years old. Uh, I couldn't change for him. I'm going to prison. And that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. The two years that I spent in prison. And it was hard. I'll tell you, it was hard. I was sitting there you thinking, I'm, you know, my, and it broke my family's heart. Like, but my mom told me, bless her heart, she told me that the two years that I spent in prison, she could finally rest at night. Because she knew I was safe. Wow. Mhm. Yeah. Um. She she finally could rest at night because she knew I was safe. Like that's uh, when I when she told me that it broke my heart. Like, like oh, I, like I love my mom, and uh, yeah, that was tough to hear that. Yeah, I can but it imagine. was true.
1: Yeah. The um, you, it sounds like um, so now you're on, so the. Two or three years go by, I can't, uh, and then you're on parole um, after you leave prison in 2018, and you meet somebody with Warrior's Heart?
0: Yeah, so that, that's, this, is, this is really, really cool. So Warrior's Heart opened up in 2016, just so happens to be the same year that I went to prison. Yeah, <laughs> And it's in the same county that I was living in when I got in trouble with the prison. So they opened in 2016. I go to prison in 2016. I make parole. I get out of prison in 2018, the very beginning, January 18th, 2018. And about two months later, I find myself at the CrossFit gym uh, right across the highway from our, our Bandera uh, location. And inside the gym are some Warrior's Heart t shirts. Uh, and I'm like, what is, what is this Warrior's Heart stuff? Like, you know, I'm thinking, I'm a veteran, I want to get involved. I want to, but I didn't know what it was. Well, the founder, Josh Land, and one of the founders was at the gym with some of our clients. We took them to the CrossFit classes and they heard my story. And uh, come to find out, they gave me a chance. I, and, and I don't know if, if you caught this or if the, anybody listening caught this, but I had been arrested approximately 30 times for various substance abuse-related offenses. And my record is definitely not one that would say, hire him, hire him, hire him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They they heard three things, two or three things. They heard that I had just been released from prison, that I was a Marine Corps veteran, and that I was sober. Like, that's what they knew about me. And so they knew I had a story, and they were willing to, to meet me. And they gave me a chance. They hired me, knowing, uh, knowing everything that I had been through, everything that I had gone through, all the things that I've done. They saw something in me that I had, I was not able to see myself. And a lot of our warriors that come through the gates at Warrior's Heart feel the same way. They, I talked to a guy today that, that was wondering why we're giving him a chance. Hmm. And I'm like, brother, you deserve a chance. You deserve all of the chances. Like, there's a reason you're still here. If you didn't have any chances left, you wouldn't be. And they, they saw in me what I couldn't see for myself. And they gave me a job. And since I've been with this organization, I have been able – so I have two children – my daughter was born actually when I was in prison, and uh, so when I got out of I went to prison with the one kid, and I got out of prison with two kids. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but, so I have a, a wonderful son and a beautiful daughter. They're amazing children. Since I've been at Warrior's Heart, sober, working a program, helping people, doing like living in my purpose, I've also been able to recover so many things in my life. Uh, like my children's, I, I, I have custody of both of my children. I was able to fix my finances and purchase a home through the VA, and and get a, a good vehicle and uh, like help my kids. We go to sports and volleyball and football and all of the things in life. And it's me and my kids. And it's because of sobriety and recovery, and that's what we focus on here at Warrior's Heart.
1: Yeah, let me uh, tell folks who were listening to Warrior's Heart. He mentioned it. Uh, Mike O'Dell, who is a retired U.S. uh, Marine veteran and the admissions director at Warrior's Heart in Bandera, is our guest. He's telling his story. Uh, The number to call if you want to reach somebody 24-7 is 844-448-2567, 844-448-2567. Six seven. I'm Milton Glick. Of course. So if you didn't get that number, you call me here at the station, and we'll be happy to get it to you, Mike. We got about five minutes left. Let, let's. Uh, you, you've done this a little bit, but let's do it a little more because you know, and I don't mean this is a bad pun. You are literally on the front lines uh, of of this problem and solving it at Warriors Heart. So let's talk to people. Let's take these this last five minutes and talk to folks uh, that you know. Need that chance? That need warriors heart. Um, what do you know about warriors heart uh, that they don't know yet? That makes it uh, appealing.
0: Yeah. So I, I'll tell you, I, I've been through, I've been through a few programs, and and I'm not and I'm not fixing a program bash. Anybody out there? We're in this fight alongside of every other program in the nation. If you're treating substance abuse or you're treating mental health, then then rock on. Like we're in it together. But as uh, who I am uh, and the things that I've gone through, I need to be around people that have gone through the same thing. And I'll never forget the first program that I went to, I was in a group room. And what I wanted to do was talk about the Marines that we lost in combat and my buddy that took his life with his machine gun. I wanted to process those things because they were eating me alive. And the person talking before me was mad at his mom for kicking him out of the house for smoking weed. And when that when that was the focus of the group and the discussion was, you know, someone mad at their mom for that, I, I, I shut down. I'm not going to talk about my buddies getting blown up or my 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 like, I'm not going to talk about those things around these people. They don't get it. They're not going to get it. And so I shut down. Warrior's Heart is a place where it doesn't matter the trauma that you've gone through or the situations that you've lived through we are a judgment free zone i can almost guarantee that 100% I guarantee you 100% that somebody in that room can relate with you and every word that you're saying and that's what makes this place so special we we say is it what it is is warriors healing warriors yeah the curriculum's great. Yeah the the program's great, the structure's great, but you can't be sitting around the fire with your brothers and sisters processing the things that you've gone through. Like there's no better place in the world to do it and that's what sets us apart. Like it it's it's amazing.
1: Um why do people hesitate? Is it, is it a lot of it, the fact that they don't think people will understand? Sure. Uh, is it they're embarrassed? Is they, do they feel like, um, that they should be above this and should be able to do it themselves? What's, what's stopping? I think
0: it comes down to fear. Okay. I think it comes down to fear, uh, and it, fear of many things, fear of divorce, fear of, uh, imprisonment, fear of a lot, losing your job, fear of, uh, embarrassment, shame, what are, what are my kids going to think, What are my family's, what is my family going to think, why am I not strong enough, I'm supposed to be the server and the the, the, the the savior, like I'm supposed to take care of my family, why can't I take care of myself, I'm not, and, and, and there's fear, and the fear of failure, right, especially for folks that have tried before, this is this, this, the thing, a lot of people have tried to sober up, a lot of people have tried to get their mental health straight, And when they aren't able to, it gives them this idea that they can't. Or if they try again, they're just going to fail. And so if I failed before, why try it again and waste my time? Why prolong the inevitable? I'm unfixable. I'm broken and unfixable. And I think that's a stigma that so many people, even just in the civilian sector, like all across the board, I think that's a problem that so many people face. I'm broken, I'm unfixable, no one can help. So if I believe those things, I'm not gonna ask for help. I'm not gonna waste my time or my money. And that, that prohibits so many people from experiencing healing. Like It took me three times. Oh, is that right? Some, yeah, some people it takes eight times,
1: wow. six times. But it, it does, it does, it, it, the fact that it took eight times and didn't take nine means that something worked on the eighth try.
0: Absolutely, And you never know when that breakthrough is going to come. It's like they say, uh, so many people quit praying right before the miracle. Mm, I like that. And it's like, man, don't give up. You've you've made it 100% of those worst days, like I said in the beginning, 100% of the days that you thought you would never make it through, you've made it through them. There's never been a day tougher that you haven't gone through, ever. And so, like, let's do it. Yeah,
1: we're going to end on that. Let me give the phone number again for Warrior's Heart. Uh, 8, uh, 844-448-2567. 844 448 two five six seven the website warriorsheart.com so if you're listening this and you know somebody and mike we'll revisit again too i'm I'm sorry we've run out of time uh but yeah we will touch on this again another time thanks for coming on the show we sure appreciate it i'm milton glick got to say goodbye for today but join us next week as we keep you in the
0: loop thanks for joining us in the loop we look forward to bringing you next week's show with milton glick